It's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This week in music history with Marty Miller. Hello, good evening, good afternoon, and a very good night. This is Marty Miller here, looking at the week of November 13th until 17th in music history. This is where we literally time travel through a week of music and history in less than 10 minutes. So, this was the week of the good, the bad and the ugly. It was also the week in 2011 that a fortune was made by a piece of cardboard in a room in 1969 with John Lennon and Yoko Ono. Being in bed is one thing, but but, uh, uh, you could go further, you could shower together. Yes, we just did it. And in the mid-80s, Larry Mullen Jr. had a new record label. The whole idea of that is to give fans a leg up. Here we go then, on the week of November 13th to 17th. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. In 1964, Decca Records released The Rolling Stones' Little Red Rooster. The track was a number one hit in the UK, and it remains the only time that a blues song has ever topped the UK pop chart. Speaking of the charts, in 1968, Hugo Montenegro was at number one in the singles chart with The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, the soundtrack from Clint Eastwood's Western movie. The first instrumental number one since 1963, did you know? It was this week in 1996, in fact it was November 14th, that Michael Jackson married Debbie Rowe in Sydney in Australia. Despite pledging forever love to each other, they divorced on October 8th, 1999. Debbie gave over full custody rights of the children to Michael and in return she got 8 million quid. Before he said I do, he paid a visit to a zoo. After the zoo came a concert in Sydney. Little could Michael's adoring fans have suspected that after this performance, Michael would moonwalk down the aisle once again and pledge everlasting love to nurse Debbie Rowe, who is carrying his child. In 2006, Led Zeppelin were inducted into the UK Music Hall of Fame by Roger Taylor of Queen. Jimmy Page personally accepted the award. In short, they wrote the book and influenced thousands of bands to come. I know because we nicked quite a bit from them. They don't make bands like this anymore. Britain should be proud of them, true legends. The magnificent Led Zeppelin. Let's have a look. I'd like to introduce Led Zeppelin to you. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This week in music history, the podcast. It was November 15th, 1966, when The Doors officially signed to Elektra Records. The whole deal was seven albums worth, and they reluctantly agreed to release Break On Through as their first single. But why did they not want it out as the first single? Well, because they made them take out the word high. She Gets High became She Gets... She Gets... Those days, you know, if you wanted to get a song on the radio, you couldn't say hi. 
talking about smoking pot and taking out. Oh, dear God. You know, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. And so that so the word high, you know, that would be like using the F word today. So that uh, that was the reason why we had to take that out. She get high. She get high. She get high. 2011 this week, a cardboard sign reading bed piece written on by John Lennon for his 1969 bed-in-peace protest in Montreal, was sold by Christie's Auction House. An anonymous telephone bidder paid 155,000 quid for a piece of cardboard. This is to inspire peace, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to sell it like soap, you know, and the only right. way to sell is to focus attention and sell every day. Well, you feel that being in bed compels more attention than if you were sitting on chairs. Yes, yes. and it makes it easier for us because we talk ten hours a day and it's functional for yeah. us to be lying down. Uh, being in bed is one thing, but but uh, uh, you could go further. You could shower together. Yes. We just did it. This week in 1976, Beach Boy Brian Wilson, who'd been out of the limelight, in fact, he'd been stuck in his bedroom for eight years, gave his first formal interview in but nearly a decade on the BBC on the old grey whistle test. My wife called a doctor, Dr. Jean Landy, and I began a series of experiments with them uh, for rehabilitation and a uh, series of therapy meetings, and uh, it's done me a lot of good, and I've stayed off the drugs and uh, come back into my own and, the, and, and between my wife the doctors and my brothers and my mother and a couple friends they all convinced me to get out of my room get back in there in the studio and get to work 1985 U2 gave us their own record label called Mother Records here's Larry Mullen Jr. on the intent they managed to sign Hothouse Flowers in Tuanua and Cactus World News amongst others I mean the, the, the music in this city is so diverse. It really is a, it, it, there's a huge spectrum of music. I mean, even from my own point of view, from the mother records, um, you know, like the whole idea of that is to give bands a leg up to try and help bands. And, and even if they sign to a major label, that, that at least if it's distributed through Ireland, that there'll be some sort of control for the band. This week in music history, a week in less than 10 minutes. In 2014, while we're on the U2 subject, Bono had what doctors called a high-energy bicycle accident. This was him cycling through Central Park in New York on a bike, and he managed to hit a tree. Here he is talking about it on the telly there. We were also wearing a leather jacket. Well, I had the humerus bone was sticking out the uh, leather jacket. I mean, this is a serious thing here. So hey. wait, I just want to get back to that. So you're wearing a leather jacket and biker shorts? <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're like, I hope nobody recognizes me. I'm like, well, yeah, okay, well. You want to see what I wear when I go home? Oh, exactly, yeah. (laughs) This week in 1963, John Waitman, the headmaster of a school in Surrey, banned all pupils from having beetle haircuts, saying this ridiculous style brings out the worst in boys physically. It makes them look like morons. How do you get a Beatles haircut though? So again, what we're looking for when we say the mod haircut, a lot of it was very natural, very heavy around the ears and around the neck. There was not much going on where in terms of like if you look at the Elvis haircut, it was very sharp and cut around the ears. There was a lot of length in it. It was just tucked away behind the ears. Whereas the Beatles left theirs on the fringe, like, like really heavy on the eyes, the eyebrows. 
and on the ears and the neck as well. So it was almost like, again, like a fusion between hairdressing and barbering at that time. November 17th, 1990, David Crosby was admitted to hospital after breaking his leg, shoulder and ankle. Another bike crash. Not a pedal bike, though. This was a Harley-Davidson motorcycle. Mind you, David Crosby back then, a bit mad for it. A friend of mine gave me a shot of heroin. Feels great. Only the first time. After that, you're just trying to catch it. And you never get back there. Ever. And that is a look at this week in music history from November 13th until 17th. Till next time. Have yourself a great week and thank you for checking out the podcast. My name is Marty Miller. Have a great week. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast.